0: What's up everybody, welcome to the and Everything Show, I'm your host DT, I'm gonna drop the dizzy for today and probably all of this week because I don't feel like saying it all the time. Uh, let's see, so, I had a bit of an interesting conversation, what was it, Sunday? I was told that I say the word um a lot, I've noticed this, I say um a whole lot, not including this time, so this cannot count against me. So, to work on my ummage, as it was so called, I am going to mark down every time I say the word um. Bear with me, you guys. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a bit of a task, because like I said, I'm conscious, it's a conscious effort to not say the word um. So at the end of the show, I'm gonna give you my total of the times that I use the word um. Hopefully I catch all of them. If I don't tweet me. And tell me how many times I've actually said, um, um, crap, crap, there there it is, there's number one, wow, wowie, oh boy, oh, this is gonna be a long show, alright, today is a sports episode, we got a lot to get to and a little bit of time to get to it in, can you say that sentence like that, I guess so, first things first, let's dive into Let's just, let's just get going with the Redskins. Wow. Wow. Just, wow. I don't, I don't understand. The Redskins had a game, as they usually do Sunday. Played against the Cowboys. Uh, Anyone, timeout, timeout, real quick. Do, does uh count? Does uh count or does, the word specifically was um, Right? I mean, God, if I say uh enough times, it's gonna be the same thing as um, but does does uh count? We'll, we'll, we'll count. We'll, 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 uh, I'm gonna put that as a poll, uh, on the show, on the show's Twitter page after I post this up. Uh, you can follow it at, uh, what is it? Good lord, I got too many. Oh, yeah, on Twitter, The Any Every Show. I'm gonna put a poll on. Should we count the word uh? I don't think so, but hey, look, whatever to each his own. So, like I said, they played the Cowboys. They played the Cowboys, and it was yet another lackluster, uh, l- lackluster, lackluster performance. Wow. Yeah, this whole thinking about the word "um" situation is gonna be a bit of a problem. Wow. <sighs> Last time they played the Cowboys, lackluster performance. <sighs> I don't know who to blame I honestly don't I have I in my head you know you typically typically as people we we try to find blame we try to place the blame on something you know it's like for example like if something uh, you lose your wallet right you you're you're mad at you're mad at whoever was around you rather than yourself you know that's that that's actually a real life situation uh let's see you know if if you get if you stub your toe on the on on the on the door you know you're mad at the door you know you're not mad at yourself you're mad at the door so naturally as people we try to find someone to blame something to blame I don't know where to start on on the blame on the blame game there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things that go into this this whole Grand scheme of football thing. Um. Crap. There's one. Ah! A lot of things that goes into this whole football thing. As we all know. Football is probably the most dependent sport. In all of sports. What I mean by that is. In basketball. Take James Harden for example. He is the king of isolation ball. What happens? He brings the ball up to court. Every, one person tries to guard him he tells everyone to clear out and guess what that's the rocket scheme okay it's no secret no one can stop it though and I guess in baseball there it's a combination of individual performances I can't really speak too much on that because I'm not a baseball expert. Here at the Anything Everything Show, we're not experts on anything, but we're knowledgeable about a lot. Same with hockey. I'm not sure how dependent it dependent it is, but I know that football, it is very dependent. All the offensive players are depending on the quarterback to get them the ball. If they don't get the ball, they're not having, a, a air quotes, a, a good day. Meaning, if Case Keem doesn't throw Terry McLaurin the ball, Terry McLaurin goes down as having zero catches right, for zero yards, right, okay, that's not, that looks bad on paper, not his fault, you know, the run game is dependent upon the, first off, the the IQ of the running back, which, well, that's, I guess that's individual, but the scheme by which if the, if the, if the run plays are designed so that they can run up the middle, that suits one type of running back, if they're designed to go outside of the zone, that's another depending dependent uh, thing for the running back. If the blockers are not blocking correctly, that is also going to hinder the performance of the running running game. Long story short, football is very very dependent. In that in that aspect, <laughs> uh, you almost can't really blame one thing or the other. I know where most of the blame goes. And That's in the defense, cause good grief! I don't know what that was, but I didn't like it. So today's episode, we're gonna pre- we're gonna we're gonna go over. I'm gonna hand out some report cards to the Redskins team. I also hope to have a guest later on today. Uh, the host of the Talk the po- ah, Talk the Plank podcast, uh, um, Ashley, she'll help me. You know, we watched the same game, so she'll help me. She'll help me break down that game. So, uh, yeah, that's what we got going on today. Uh, before we break, I am on. I am at two. We're now counting us for today, but where I'm on two anyway. Don't go anywhere. And we're back. So, took a lunch break. Uh, once again, more conversations were had yesterday. A meal that a lot of people sleep on, including me. Yo, bacon and bacon, grilled cheese with bacon in it. So like, basically, so like my my coworker was telling me about this, and I was like, "Yo, you crazy? Why why would you do something like that? That doesn't make sense." So as you like, before you grill the before you grill your cheese, right? You you put bacon on the sandwich that was made, right? So you, so you, you take two slices of bread you butter both sides of it or what have you you put cheese on it on both sides and then you put the bacon after you crisp it up you got to crisp it first put it in the middle close your sandwich then you then you grill the cheese and man it it makes an amazing wow i was sleep i was I was hibernating on that on that meal right there but wow that was whoo that was amazing So, as I said before I left, uh, report card time. I do believe it is time to hand out some report cards. And yes, that song could not reign more true. Oh my goodness. The Redskins' performance on Sunday was just abysmal. I I almost wanted to stop watching it. But if I didn't have to write about it, you know, within the, within the next couple of days, I probably would have stopped. All right. It's And it's crazy, too, how this has been an ongoing issue. A lot of fans have, you know, been expressing their unhappiness with the team, and rightfully so. Uh, a lot of you'll see that as of late, at least within the last three years, the fan attendance at FedEx Field has been down. A lot of players have taken notice. They've said, "Oh well, you know, fans should show support," and it's like, "Yeah, that's cool. We should so, so show support." And at the core, we are still fans. Uh, the real ones are still fans. Right, we're still fans of the team. Some of us, this is the only, this is the only team we know. Like me, I've ever since all my life I've been indoctrinated into the Redskins way. All right, this is all I know. So I will, I will always be a fan. However, if you're asking me to, you know, spend triple digit, a triple digit number on a very, oh, a very less than optimal seating for a performance like that I'm sorry the answer is going to be no it was awful very awful so let's let's start off with the the, the better part of of the of the team we'll start with the offense surprise uh, once again to my surprise the offense act they didn't improve but in last week's, I wrote an article last week with the same the same along the same premises. I graded the rest of the performance. I gave them a C minus last last week. I gave them in this new article that was just posted today, so y'all can check that out on BellyUpSports.com. I gave them a C. I didn't really see too much that bothered me. Um the the offense is what it is. It's not a crazy greatest show on turf type offense. It's not, but You look at the difference between last year and this year, it's actually improved. Um, The down spot that would have made it even better is the running game. The running game is just not there. Now, you say what you want, Jay Gruden abandons the run, which he does, especially if he doesn't like the running back. However, when he is in, the running game just is not doing anything. My case in point is this. They had a total of 17 attempts for 47 yards. They only mustered 47 rushing yards. Adrian Peterson had, let's see, looks like, what is it, 10 attempts for 25 yards? Cool. Uh, Steven Sims had 3 for 16 yards. Wendell Smallwood had 1 for 4 yards. Chris Thompson had 2 for 3 yards. And Case Keenum tried once and got negative 1 yards negative one yard he got pushed back long story short the running game just was not there the receiving the the high point in contrast to the beginning of the year is the is is the is the receiving game uh Terry McLaurin is just, Terry McLaurin wow McLaurin that's a name Terry McLaurin is doing the thing with five It's just he has five receptions, sixty-two yards, which is just amazing. Chris Thompson is very confusing to me. Uh, he, one once again, he is one of our top receivers at five catches and forty-eight yards. Trey Quinn had four for thirty-six. Vernon Davis three for twenty-nine. Richardson had three for sixteen and a touchdown. All right, McLaurin also scored once again. Um, Jeremy Sprinkle one for eleven. It. The passing game is not the problem. So for everyone screaming, oh, start Haskins, start Haskins, start Haskins. Stop. Just stop. Case Keenum is not the problem. There are other problems that need to be addressed. Now, to the running game's credit or lack thereof, whatever, however you say that, it's not all their fault. All right? The offensive line is just not what it needs to be. All right, of course, there's a Trent Williams situation, whatever. That's here and there. The left side of the of the field is not the problem. There are just way too many holding penalties. Just way too many holding penalties. So any, any good run gets called back because, well, there's a holding penalty. Also, they're not creating holes for a running back like Adrian Peterson to actually be able to get through, all right? Adrian Peterson is a north-south runner, meaning he likes to go straight up the middle. If there's no hole there, he's not going to be effective. Again, there are a lot of conspiracy theories, I guess. A lot of conspiracy theories, which are not really crazy. Because Jay Gruden has this weird issue with Adrian Peterson. I don't know why, but whatever. So, I guess you could say he's not designing it that way, just to prove a point. But... Whatever. It doesn't matter. All their all their running plays are designed to go outside of the zone. Therefore, they like to just... They, so, basically, in the formation, the running back will run outside. There will be a quick little pass, and then they can do their work. All right? That's fine and dandy, but it's not always going to work. Defense. I give you guys in your... <laughs> it, it, it's the first letter of your position. Defense. It's a D. It's... What was that? It would be a lot lower. But I'd I'd say Soldier Boy definitely helped you guys out on that one. But anyway, that that was a terrible, terrible performance. Much like last week, there was hardly any pressure. Dak Prescott had all the time in the world to do his work. All right? There was was a very nice play. Uh, Nicholson had the interception. But if you look... Uh, I think it was Deron Payne shoots straight up the middle, disrupts disrupts his whole rhythm, and of course that gives that gives uh, I forgot who had a hand on it. Someone it, it messes up the play. Long story short, Nicholson comes up with the interception. That was oh, and outside of Kerrigan's sack, that was the only good play of the day. Really, it, it was. Norman got Norman got burnt officially once. All right, on a on a, on a deep ball, huh, on a deep ball to um, Gallup, who's dealing with a knee injury. Or that's crazy to me. He would have got burnt twice had it not been for, oh, what was it? Oh, yeah, he didn't catch the ball. Yeah, he just didn't catch the ball. So if it wasn't for that, he would have got burnt twice. Now, you you could blame Norman completely. All right, and I guess naturally you would because of all the money he's making. But if you actually look on that play where he, where Gallup does catch that deep pass, you look and he's coming down because Nicholson, as he's coming down, Nicholson should have came out to help to to help make the tackle. That way, Norman would have been the um, the last resort guy, and Nicholson would have had him. But he he doesn't, and it just kind of falls apart there. Um, also, they just. L- the, I guess this goes into my next point, but they're just all over the place. The the one minute they're lined up all on the scrimmage line, then next thing you know they're all like twelve yards off of it. There's just a, it's almost like they're confused. It's like all of them are confused and they don't know where to go. And if you're going to beat teams, you need to know where they're where they're going to go, where where you're where you're going to go. Also again listening over different radio stations and such as a professional athlete you've been playing this game for almost your whole life all right there are certain things that you should be able to do and just know innately to do it's called going off script okay I understand that you want to follow the coach's directions. Yes, you very well might go get yelled at. I understand. This has happened to me several times. Coach says, hey, Daniel, do this. I'm like, all right, cool. I see something differently. I'm going, I see it a little bit differently because I'm actually on the court and I'll do something completely different than what he says to do. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But if you continue to always stay on script, guess what? If the, <laughs> if the person can read your script, it won't work. So sometimes players need to just go off script. Okay, I got it. You know where to line up. But sometimes you just need to know, okay, well, if I'm here and there's all this dead zone here, let me play up a little bit. You know, let me go get this tackle instead of staying exactly where I am. Letting the guy catch the ball, have a, has a lot of open space to make a move on me and and just, you know, get burnt as as the entire defense did. Uh, Holcomb didn't look that impressive. Don't get me wrong, I am still very impressed with him. He didn't look that good. Um, he the, the entire defense as a whole just looked terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. terrible. I, I never want to see another performance like that. Special teams, you guys don't really get a grade. Your guys, your your job is pretty cut and dry. You kick the ball, you make a tackle, make sure they don't get too far. Tressway, you are probably the best punter I've ever seen ever. You somehow consistently pin the ball no matter where you are. You'll pin it between the 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 fifteen and 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 goal line. I don't I don't know how you do it. Good job to you. The coaching staff, I give them a, a D as well. Once again, thanks Soldier Boy for that one. That I don't, I don't know what was happening that entire time. Um, I'm no football expert. Yeah, I, I default to you guys for that one. However, I know the results of what happens on the screen. And whatever that was, no, that ain't gonna cut it. Time management has always been an issue. I know this; it has been since you know you got here. Time management's been an issue. The the coordination from on the defensive side is just crazy. I don't like I said. One minute your one minute your guys are all lined up, ready to go. Next minute you're. 12 5, 15 yards back. I don't know what's happening here. The defense is probably having a field day. It, I mean not defense. The 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 opposite offense is just having a field day. They're able I don't it's I don't understand what's going on. And then on top of that, you got a lot of infighting going on between coaching and players that the the athletes are handling it very well. Good for them. But eventually there's going to be a rift. And when your players don't want to play for you, guess what? That's it. You lost the team. It's over. All right, you you can't do that. So holistically speaking, all right. Again, let's see. We had offense at a C, we had a defense and the coaching staff at a had a at a D. So what? That's two plus one plus one. That's four divided by three. That's like one point that's like one point, two, one point, three, one point four something like that. One point something, right? That still equates to a D. All right, that that's terrible. We cannot continue to play like this and expect things to happen. See, one of the main problems with the with with the Redskins organization is that they believe that they're only a player away, a player away. We're close. Newsflash: We're nowhere near close. There's so much wrong here. Injuries pile up for us. We're in the second week. Second week! And, like, five of our players are missing. Monroe, Dunbar, uh, um, Reed. Um, then, like, oh, yeah, guys. How is it that all these injuries keep piling up? How? How? Oh, right. Maybe because you keep drafting injury-prone players. Well, not injury-prone, but... Okay, some of them are injury-prone and some of them aren't. But still, they're just piling up. They're like the, the pit... Like, the, the pit where they throw all the dead bodies in 300, that's us right now, just piling up with injuries, right? Then the, then the coaching staff is just just all over the place, they say one thing, and then they, they go back on another, and as a coach, I under- shout out to my mother, I understand now, why, why is the coach continuously throwing people under the bus? Why are you doing this? Adrian Peterson did nothing wrong to you, Nothing. And and you're just Oh my goodness, that 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 55 what was it? He said like if they if they find a way to run the ball fifty-five times out of the eye formation, something like that, then he'll play. Like, bro, are you serious? You have a future Hall of Fame running back in your lap right now. Dude, if you don't scheme some stuff up for this man, I was so psyched when I said, Oh man, we got Darius guys we got Chris Thompson, we got Adrian Peterson. Got it. Guys went down. All right, cool, whatever. We still had Peterson, but you do you you wanted to bench him for 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 who? Small one? Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that's cool. I guess yeah, he's not bad. But why why are you benching him? You use more of a threat. You 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 have a north south running back. Then you got the two dynamic pass catchers. Well, we don't know what guys is. We know he can. We we've seen what he can do, but. It's just like you had the opportunity of a lifetime and you wanted to bench Peterson. For what? Because you're mad at the front office because you didn't cut him? Why? Because you wanted to keep Samaj P. Ryan? Is this, all that, is this why you're upset? I mean, good grief. I don't understand. I don't understand. The defense is just lackluster. It seems like nobody knows what they're doing. And and again, that, that's maybe a coaching issue, which a lot of people are saying, get rid of Minuski. Hey, I'm starting to get on that train, too. Offense, hey, look, y'all, as long as y'all don't underperform, you guys are safe, I suppose. I suppose. But, man, it's it's not good. We're not close. Say it with me. We are not close. Nowhere near close. We haven't been close since maybe 2012. That's the last time we were close. And that's because we had a dynamic running quarterback that nobody was prepared for. And what happened to that? Oh, right, we ran him into the ground. Yep, that's how we do things around here. Bring us the best players and we'll hurt them. It's fine. (sighs) I need to calm down. I really do. (sighs) Oh, this team gives me headaches. All right, so (laughs) when we come back, all right, I hope to have my guest on. All right, she'll, she'll further help make sense of whatever, whatever, Whatever that was. And we'll take a look at the upcoming game against the Bears. Oh right. A few of the scariest words in Redskins, uh in the Redskins language. Monday night football at home. Don't go anywhere. Alright, All right, everybody. So I'm joined by the host of the Talk to Plain podcast, longtime friend of mine, Ashley. Ashley, how's, how's everything going?
1: I am doing great. it's been a pretty eventful week in the NFL so far. How are you?
0: Oh, I have uh, I've been have uh, been, been better. Did you enjoy your, uh, your Sunday without, uh, without bucks football?
1: I mean, yes, only because you know having a win earlier in the week kind of just makes you have that mindset of ah, I can sit here and watch all these teams and not care. But also, it's like, I want my team to play, too. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, 70-30. i say 70% happy, 30% wishing I played a game, or we played a game, I should
0: say. Yeah, well, pretty sure I speak for my entire fan base when I say I believe that 100, <laughs> I think 100% of us would have rather just not had a game at all because that whatever that was, was just terrible. I mean, well, I mean...
1: It wasn't yeah, it was, even that bad. It
0: was, it was bad. But, you know what? That's why I brought you on. Uh, what do you think? Because you were able to watch uh, the same game I watched, uh, Redskins-Cowboys. What, what did you... What was your overall on the game?
1: I mean, for which side?
0: Uh, just... I, got, I, I guess we could start with the offense, I suppose.
1: The The... The Redskins offense?
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll-
1: yeah. I mean, do they even have an offense?
0: A little bit. I mean, it's not... Outside of...
1: I mean, Mick Warren is going to be one of the best wide receivers, you know, in years to come. I mean, kids got everything you want. But outside of that, I mean, where's... Where's, uh... The other wide receiver that you guys drafted. I don't think I saw him at all.
0: Uh Kelvin Harmon. I don't I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. I, uh
1: did he like disappear? Is he injured?
0: No no, he's he's good. I just I,
1: Like I don't like I don't know because I'm not a Redskins fan, but like no. you know, you drafted these two guys because you had no one to begin with. You got rid of Josh Doxon. Thank um God. You got rid of what is his name? Paul Richardson, right? No, no, no you guys. Oh, he's it. still with him. Which, who's the other one? Jamison Crowder. That's who Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. He got rid of Jamison Crowder. We saw him last night with the Jets. But, <laughs> I mean, I feel like both Jay Gruden and the defensive coordinator have to go. They just need to go. Like, Jay Gruden came out and said, yeah, we hate the way that Adrian Peterson runs. We hate it. We don't like it. We don't like that he runs North to South. We like, you know, people dancing around in the backfield, which makes no sense. And then Peterson went on to, like, get eight, nine, ten-yard games every single time he ran the ball. He pretty much said, you know, screw you, uh, Jake Bridgen. (laughs) It's just – it's mind-boggling. You have a guy who's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day and you hate the way he runs, but he's on your team.
0: Which is exactly what I was saying earlier. It's like if you have this – this guy into your lap, all right? You got him. Use him. Don't punch him. You know, it it makes – to me. And typically he typically does, like, he does, like, these weird things where, like, when he when he gets unhappy with the front office, he'll take it out on the players. Like, I I don't know if you heard a comment about it, but he had said something to the effect of, if they find a way to run the ball 55 times out of the I formation, they play basically is what he said. Like, oh, that makes about as much sense as anything you ever said ever but you know, there, there you have. It. But, um, yeah, the offense, really, you know, it didn't wow me
1: like it, it
0: did last year. Uh, I gave it about a C. Uh, I gave it about a C. Um, yeah. So, so on to the other side. Go of with uh, offense, defense, offense, defense. What do you think about the uh the, of the, <laughs> Josh
1: Norman, oh boy, oh my! (laughs) Josh, being a Bucks fan, listen, being a Bucks fan, Josh Norman, when he used to be really good, used to terrorize the Bucks. Like literally, I would hate playing Carolina because of how good he was. Like he would make me so mad. He He would aggravate me so bad. Him and Steve Smith, but. Two weeks he's been getting picked on badly, and didn't he have an interception the first game?
0: Uh, no, we did not.
1: Oh, somebody did, didn't they?
0: No, not the first game. Uh, Nicholson had an interception this game.
1: Okay, that might be what it is. but yeah, he's. I think what he gave up one hundred and thirty yards or something.
0: Uh, something last I this year.
1: And then he got picked on week before. He's just not the same player. And I think that he's to the point where he also doesn't want to be in in Washington anymore. Ah. I think it's a more internal thing than it is player-wise. I feel like the players, I feel like Jigrun has lost the locker room in a lot of ways. Like, remember how when it came out that Adrian Peterson was going to be benched, that players were really, really upset?
0: Yup. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. Like if your players aren't happy, they're gonna underperform. Okay, it's just a simple fact. I just oh, I mean, One of the two <laughs> I just I feel like the defense is playing way too far off coverage. You have Josh Norman who, you know, can play a little bit of off coverage in, in corner and zone and, and man, even in man he's a little off a little bit. But when you have wide receivers like Amari Cooper who have that such quick release off the line, and you have guys like Michael Gallup who kind of do the same thing, you have to jam them. You have to play press coverage to be effective against them. And they just weren't. It was just like, you know, the defense had kind of a hot a hot start stuffing, you know, Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott in the backfield. Kerrigan had a sack, and Montez Sweat was kind of right behind him. Holcomb had a great game as well, but after that sack it was kind of like they got too comfortable and just kind of sat back and played prevent defense for the next two and a half quarters
0: yeah and that's that's a weird it's almost like that's a weird uh i'd call it a dc curse because that's how a lot of the dc teams play they'll play they play very well in the beginning but towards the end they'll taper off and it's almost like they're okay with their first Performance as if there's not you know other, whole
1: other half of football. Right.
0: Or but other half the... of another
1: sport. But that's the thing though, like how do I explain this? There was no blitzing. I felt like there was no blitzing at all.
0: None zero I didn't I didn't see it and if it was and if there were if there was an attempt at a blitz well credit to the, the the Dallas line because there was they were just not getting in the two times someone actually got in resulted in okay cool care now I guess that's not up the middle because Deron Payne actually on the Nicholson interception Deron Payne somehow gets through the middle Disrupt Dak sidesteps him, but it disrupts his pass just enough. And some weird hand on the ball, and then sure enough, Nicholson comes up with it. That's about the only time he actually got up through the middle to the quarterback. The out on the outside, you have Kerrigan and Sweat, and they just outside of that one outside of that one sack that wasn't really them, um, it was more or less Prescott. Oh, wait, 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 wait was no other sort of pressure on on uh, Prescott, and he was able to just sit there and just do what he did to the Giants, just take them apart, just methodically, too. He even beat them on a couple of uh, plays with his legs.
1: It's not that Dak isn't athletic because he is, but you can't, you just cannot let him get outside the pocket like that. There's no need for it. And I know it's only two games into the season and everything, but through two games, eight quarters of football, the Redskins only have two sacks. That's I like, have two, that's a, two sacks. Now, I mean, granted the Bucks have four, but that's it. You guys have gotten to the quarterback twice against, you know, Carson Wentz, who's again a mobile quarterback. But like, come on, like you have to get more pressure and. only having one takeaway isn't going to help. Like, if your office is not, like, producing anything, you know, were there even any takeaways in the uh, Eagles team?
0: Uh, I don't have that, that information in front of me right now. I can't remember either.
1: I mean, I know they yeah. had an or their had an interception in this most recent game, but there's yeah. nothing against the Eagles. Like if you're not going to win a football games your defense can't take it away. They didn't sign, you know, Wenden Collins to an 80 million dollar deal for him to do nothing. Not saying it's on him. I'm just saying, you know, you can't expect your guys to 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 guard people for six, seven, eight seconds because you can't get to the quarterback.
0: Uh huh. You know, yeah, the, just...
1: the coordinator has to drop these exotic blitzes. That's why I was so excited for Tampa to get Todd Bowles. If you watched them, you know they always send the house or send pressure or show in disguise looks. But it looked like even from the Redskins side of the ball, you kind of knew it was coming. If they were going to drop into coverage, if they were going to sit down in the zone, or if they were going to play hard man coverage, you know it, there was nothing stopping them. There was no kind of exotic look that make that da- that made Dak uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, definitely not. I mean, he he almost like I said, he could have, he probably could have laid down, taken a nap, woken up, and still been able to get the ball off because there was just no type of, no type of pressure whatsoever. So, so tell me this, tell me, tell me this. You're, you're, I, Your football mind is amazing. Right. Um, what would you, would
1: you change
0: if you were, let's say, we hire you? you your coach, so, give me three
1: things that you're changing. Give me what? Your phone's kind of cutting out.
0: Sorry about that. Oh. Yeah, technology. Anyway, so you're hired as the Redskins coach, All right? Mm-hmm. I need you give me three things that you're changing.
1: For the defense or the team as a whole?
0: Uh, team as a whole. Team as a whole.
1: You have to get guys like Terry McLaurin and Harmon back into the game. Um. And McLaurin has speed. Like there is a reason why he was such a big target at his college. You know, he was one of the most, you know, dangerous guys in the in the, the whole college football league. You don't get nicknamed Scary Terry because you're, you know, laid back and don't score a lot. You have to be able to utilize that speed. And I'm not saying use end arounds because they almost never work, but you have to use some slants that are almost impossible to cover. You know, McLaurin has I don't think the Redskins have that big body receiver kind of like an Alshon Jeffrey or a Mike Evans or, you know, a uh, an Allen Robinson, but they do have a guy that can get behind the defense. So even running some go routes or some slants or some mesh routes into open field where they can utilize that speed is going to help the offense a lot. I would also change the defensive mindset. You can't play prevent football for 60 minutes. You have to go after and get the guy. You have a guy like Holcomb who's involved in, I, I think I saw Holcomb more Sunday than it did half the other players on the defense. If you can yeah. send him in on a blitz, like a linebacker blitzer up the middle, or even back in coverage, or you know have him coming off the edge, like in a three-four defense, you know have him Kerrigan, or have him even on the other side of Kerrigan. Isn't Kerrigan a linebacker? Uh,
0: yes. No, it's, your, it's the same thing. Edge it. rusher and a linebacker by the well, same.
1: You can play both. I don't know if you guys want to 3 4 or 4 3 or not, but you can have Kerrigan on one side and, and Holcomb on the other come on a blitz. You know, you have to get pressure on these guys. You can't just drop eight back in coverage. You can't. It's never going to work. You send a three man rush. I saw that plenty of times during the game Sunday. You can't just send a three man rush against a guy like Dak Prescott and expect him not to burn you. So I, I would feel like defense would have to be. In my opinion, the biggest the biggest change um, Landon Collins was a great investment. You saw him more try to make plays than anybody. There was a play in the backfield where he got in the backfield while Dak Prescott was handing the ball off and he just got blown right by because there was no one to, like there, he, the, Zico was already through the hole that was created because no one could you know no one could make it an effort on the on the, the Washington side and I mean it would be a hell of a waste to waste a guy who's worth 80 million dollars. Yeah. The what? third thing, you're not going to agree with this, and I don't care, <laughs> but put Haskins in. Listen, I understand Case Keenum had, you know, what was it, 500 yards and six touchdowns? He the yeah. great and everything, but he doesn't have that threat of, you know, being able to be that athletic guy that Redskins need, especially with that offensive line. Case Keenum got murdered on Sunday. You want to know why? Because he doesn't have the athletic ability to skip the pocket like that. He's not a guy who's gonna scramble and throw the ball like a like a Russell Wilson. And Haskins doesn't have to be a Russell Wilson. He just has to be, he, he just has to be, listen, okay. Take Jameis, for example. If Jameis can get outside the pocket, <laughs> it's like Dwayne Haskins, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm <laughs> just
1: saying. <laughs> like, Case Keenum. If Case Keenum is going to lead this football team to something, he's got to be able to move outside the pocket. And I'm just saying, you got guys like Big Ben that escape. You got people like Joe Flacco that escape. Okay? He can do it, too. Or if not, put Haskins in. Why did you draft a quarterback with his what was it, 17th overall pick? No, that's the Giants. What did you guys have? Yeah, 15. If you drafted a player with the 15th overall pick, why aren't you starting him? What's the point? Uh,
0: The line and Gruden. (laughs) The line and Gruden.
1: The line issue is a front office issue because that medical staff for the Redskins are absolutely horrible. Okay? You don't have that many injuries year after year without your medical staff being not great. Okay? Not great.
0: Oh, trust me. For trust me, like I said, I just got done explaining that. But um, hey, so we're gonna we're actually gonna end this segment. Um, you should definitely stay for the next segment. Is that... Yes, no, maybe. What is that?
1: What's the next segment?
0: I'm just gonna go over the well re- the Real quick overview of what week three looks like.
1: Oh God! All right,
0: bet alright cool alright guys don't go anywhere we are right back alright guys we're back for the final segment time to wrap this up Still joined by my guest Ashley. Uh, you can follow her at EMT underscore Ashley. And that's I E, not a Y. Um hey, how do people normally spell Ashley anyway?
1: It's normally A-S-H-L-E-Y, but yeah.
0: Right. Nah, no, your name seems normal to me now. You know the
1: well S H L. You've known like eight, nine years, so I hope so. Yeah, I know. God.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, like your, your Ashley is the default Ashley now. It's not the normal E-U-I. It's yeah, a, whatever.
1: Gosh. People are going to be having my say in spelling in a couple
0: years. Don't worry. Yeah, no, it's all good. I'm ready for it. So here we go. So uh, week three, we're here. Um, we are effectively into – well, I lied. No, we're not. Don't listen to me. I can't add or subtract. Week um Week three. Uh, Week three, uh, doesn't seem like there's anything too crazy going on. Uh, Are Thursday night's game.
1: The
0: list of games. I'm gonna just give the list of games, and then you can probably tell me which one. Probably tell me. You can tell which one you're most interested in. and why? But um, Thursday night's game is the Titan, uh, at Jag at the Jaguars. Oh God. that's that's a Thursday night game, people. Wow.
1: That's going to be horrible, especially if Jalen Ramsey still has to be a Jaguar by
0: then. Oh, my God. Jeez, that's just trash. All right, so anyway, Sunday, the 1 o'clock games. Bengals at the Bills, Lions at the Eagles, Jets at the Patriots, Raiders at the Vikings, Ravens at the Chiefs, Falcons at uh, Colts, Broncos at Green Bay, and Dolphins at Cowboys. The 4 o'clock games... What? Four oh five? What? What is that? Is That new
1: five minutes to pray for a good game.
0: Yeah, but normally it starts at four twenty five. You guys don't get that anyway. So Giants at uh gi- Giants at Bucks, uh Panthers at Cardinals, Steelers at uh San Fran. Saints at Seahawks. Texans at Chargers. For that, uh, for Sunday night's game, we have Rams at the Browns. And finally, wrapping up the week three, Monday with the Bears at the Redskins. Dear God. So, outside of seeing me in anguish and pain, and outside of your home team, which of these games is, you know, is on your... Your calendar, your schedule.
1: Oh, there's only one game that, I mean, outside of R two, that I would even, like, I mean, I'm going to watch football regardless. I want to watch whatever's on TV. But, like, one game that I would love to see how it plays out is, it's obvious. It's the, the Ravens and the Chiefs.
0: hmm uh-huh.
1: I mean, you have Lamar Jackson, who I'm still not sold on. People are going to be like, what do you mean? He looked great. Yeah, that's great and everything. But he played the Dolphins and the freaking Cardinals defense. Like, they're both really bad. So, <laughs> yeah, we're not sold. I'm sorry. He's still a running back to me. So sorry to let you down.
0: I mean, um, he did what he did. He did, like, he let me see. He did that against the Cardinals. And he did that against what, the Dolphins, right?
1: That's my point. He didn't realize. Yeah, <laughs> this will be. I feel like this will be a good, a big game for not only him but like all the doubters, including myself. Like I will eat crow if he comes out in balls against the Chiefs. I just don't see it happening. I feel like Mahomes has way too many weapons, even with Tyreek Hill injured.
0: Well, you know, you know Mahomes. You know he's not actually facing Mahomes. His test will be against the uh, the Chiefs defense, which if he that, if he can if he can put up numbers, not with his legs and with his arms. against I mean, the Chiefs. the
1: Chiefs defense is kind legs. of like the Bucks defense last year. They gave up everything. Do you not remember when it was? You don't need a defense if you have Patrick Mahomes. They were so bad. So again, <laughs> yeah. like I'm not. Re- I'm just not sold on the Jackson. It's not because he's not talented. It's not because he can't throw a football that great. Well, that kind of is it, but he has gotten better accuracy-wise, but I just need to see something against a team that has an actual lick of defense.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely understand you. Um, yeah, honestly, like, we're in the same boat on that one. When Last year, I was like, wow, he's a glorified running back. When I watch him now, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, you're throwing, that's cool, but look who you're throwing against. You're throwing against a team who is actively tanking and another team whose defense just has not been good in what seems like forever. You know, and shoot, even playing against him in Madden, you you literally ran for almost three touchdowns with that dude by, by yourself. It's he's I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback for sure. I'm not saying that. He's just not really <laughs> I'm with you. I need to see Tabbit more, and really, his his a real test for him won't happen until like when maybe maybe when he plays the Steelers.
1: Maybe it's just uh, they just have it so easy right now. Like if the 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 Dolphins have been outscored like what 106 to 10. (laughs) it's It's not a secret they're bad alright I'm sorry I'm not gonna hand someone the MVP when you know they've done really nothing sorry like I'm not trying to hate on him
0: a lot of people would feel like you're hating on him
1: I think Lamar Jackson is a hell of an athlete, and I feel like in due time he will be a pocket passer. But until he plays a real game, again, oh, not a real game, but like against a real defense <laughs> who didn't just trade all their players to tank for Tua, and you know Patrick Peterson is not playing for the the Cardinals right now because he suspended for EDs. then yeah, I'll give him credit.
0: Uh, I can dig it. I definitely dig that. So tell me real quick. We're just we're not gonna go through this whole thing. Oh, maybe we can. All right, yeah, maybe we can. I, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna do it. So here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the game. You give me the winner. That's it. Okay. Quick game. All right. First game. Titans. Jaguars. Titans. Uh. Bengals. Bills. Bills. Uh, Lions, Eagles.
1: Eagles. Well, to win. wait, backtrack. <laughs> it depends who is healthy, but I will say Eagles right now. Depends
0: so on who's healthy.
1: Because they just lost like all their receivers and stuff to injury, so I don't know.
0: Yep. Yep. Jeffrey's out. Uh, Jackson's yeah, out. Jackson uh, yes, out for the next two weeks.
1: I thought that was Oh, Both of them. <sighs> who are they playing again? Lions, uh, lions.
0: Okay, yeah, go lions. Okay, eh, I'm just gonna skip the Patriots game. Uh, Raiders and the Vikings.
1: You know, uh, I'm gonna go Vikings.
0: <laughs> you riding the Kirk wave?
1: To,
0: I'm not sold on the Raiders. They got blown out. <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh, the the game everybody plans on. Wa- oh my god! No, oh, no, no, no. No, okay, I lied. Wrong one. I read it wrong. Yeah, everybody plans on watching, including myself, if I can. Uh, Baltimore and Chiefs.
1: Ooh. You know, this might be my upset of the week. It might, yeah. and, but mm, this could be the upset of the week. My heart says take, take the Baltimore Ravens, but my mind knows Mahomes home just going to torch that ass.
0: <laughs> so, so logically, yeah. if, this, if it comes Ravens. back
1: on the Baltimore Ravens win, I'm taking credit for it. Anyway, so, yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs at this point.
0: Okay, I see it. I dig it. Alright, Falcon and Colts.
1: Uh, I like the Colts.
0: You like the Colts. I
1: like the Colts only because Matt Ryan has thrown six no five interceptions in two games.
0: Uh,
1: He's turning the ball over too much. So I'm gonna take the Colts.
0: Come on, buddy. Uh Broncos at Green Bay.
1: Green Bay by sixty.
0: Don't don't never mind, skip that. No, uh, well, I skipped the Patriots and the Jets, so I'm gonna skip the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Mm. Oh, Would it I'm be so cool if the Dolphins beat the Cowboys? Oh my god, if oh, the Dolphins do you know to... beat the
1: Cowboys, I will roast them forever.
0: Yo, Dolphins, I'm pulling for you. Seriously. I mean, just give up your tanking ways for just one game. I mean, you ain't got nobody, but just just try, please. Uh, what else we got? Oh yeah, your giant and bucks,
1: bucks by thirty.
0: Okay.
1: easily bucks by thirty. I don't think Daniel Jones has anybody to actually throw to. I think Todd Bowles is gonna be like, "LOL, all right, go get him," and that's gonna be the end of him.
0: Wow! But
1: I do think that it'll be a better game because Daniel Jones is playing and Eli is not.
0: Uh, Eli, we'll miss you, buddy. All right, Panthers at the Cardinals. Oh, never mind. Uh, you know, Steelers. Well, hold have-
1: on. Back it up. Back it up. Uh, okay. I Back. The Arizona Cardinals is the first one of the season. Oh, does this to have Canada anything? And- Okay, yep. Cam's in a walking booth. Okay. And he's oh, he in no a walking oh.
0: oh, see, I knew he was I knew he re-aggravated it. I didn't know he was on so though.
1: So I believe that the Arizona Cardinals look at their first win this week.
0: Oh wow. All right, Kyler Murray. I hear you, buddy. Um let's see who we got. Steelers and the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, Big, uh, Big
1: Ben is done. Like no, Big yeah. Ben, no, 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 no. It's gonna be Forty Uh,
0: Saints at the Seahawks. Never mind. Oh, Seahawks are at gonna. The-
1: oh, Seahawks are gonna say, "See you later." <laughs> Get out of my yeah.
0: stadium. Oh no, this could be kind of fun. Texans at the Chargers.
1: Ooh, you know what? They both had really close games last week. Yeah, no. I'm gonna go. Where are they playing?
0: Uh, they're playing at the Chargers, wherever the Chargers are playing. In
1: Los <laughs> Angeles.
0: I know it's in Los but Angeles.
1: I'm a go with Chargers.
0: Yeah, I think Philip Rivers will find a final way to get it done. Just or just some mastery, uh, something. Um, Rams at. Wow, that's – this is oddly intriguing to me, but we got the Rams at the Browns.
1: Listen, that Browns offense looks – last night. They couldn't do anything against – like, the score doesn't tell the whole story of that game, okay? The Browns couldn't do anything. Baker Mayfield looks like he's in a sophomore slum. He, besides that 89-yard bomb – or that wasn't even a bomb. He just got it like seven yards off the line of scrimmage and, and OBJ took it the rest of the way. But that offense, besides Bradley Chubb, is just not doing what it what everyone hyped it up to do. So I'm going to say Rams.
0: Bradley Chubb?
1: They're running back?
0: Oh, his name was Nick Chubb. You know, Chubb, man.
1: Ooh, maybe? Oh, Wait. Oh, it is Nick Chubb. I don't know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a long okay. okay. Good night.
0: Um, and fi- finally, our uh, our game. So, what no. are your predictions before I answer this? Because
1: this is your game.
0: I feel like what's gonna happen is we're gonna score two touchdowns and we're just gonna fall apart at the end, and the 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 Bears will win like seventeen to fourteen. That's what I think will
1: happen. Where are they playing?
0: They're playing. <laughs> oh man, you know what? I lied. They're not. It's not going to be fourteen seventeen. It's going to be seven to like twenty one. We never play. It's first off. It's here in DC. It's on a Monday night, which our record is like one in twenty or something outlandish, and you know we just don't seem to do well in the second half. So I'm going to give us a loss just because of. Uh, you know, past history and tendencies and record.
1: I'm going to go with the Redskins. And I know you're like, Ashley, stop doing the false hope thing. But Mitch Trubisky doesn't look great. That offense kind of has no one outside of Allen Robinson. Trey Burton's hurt again with his groin. So I feel like the defense are going to play mean and angry in a different level, especially at home on Monday Night Football or the national stage. I will take the Redskins by seven.
0: That's hopeful. That is so hot. That is like such hopeful optimism. All right. Wow. Perhaps we'll see. Oh, real quick. Last last question. In the MVP running, we have Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. Which one?
1: Are you kidding? Neither.
0: I thought you were going to go with Kyler Murray
1: get out get out <laughs> you're done
0: yeah no I, I'm glad you said something I think we're about done here alright guys Ashley this was fun Tyler
1: <laughs> Murray Lamar Jackson for <laughs> um, is a better MVP candidate at this point get the hell out of here
0: <laughs> I'm done, I'm done. Oh man, uh, anyway, so like I said, I'm, I'm done. Uh, you can definitely check out Ashley's podcast. What is it? the Plant? right? I know I said this,
1: yep, 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 yep,
0: Yeah, definitely some good stuff there. Uh, at EMT underscore Ashley, ie, not EY. Uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. So, yeah. I ain't got nothing else for you guys. So I will see you guys. Uh, what is it? What is our next form? Oh yeah, Friday. Alright, I'll see you guys Friday. You guys enjoy whatever nonsense you get into this week. And before I forget, I told you guys I would tell you how many ums I had. Uh, I believe I counted five. A grand total of five. Um crap. I think that's six. We're at six. Anyway, if I missed any, you can always tweet the show at the Any Every Show. Uh, you can follow me personally. I have a new Twitter handle, uh, underscore dizzydt. I finally got that one right. underscore dizzydt people. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your week. We are up, over, and gone.